this is FD Talks, a brand new podcast series by Funeral Directors Live, where we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace. On today's program, I'm visiting with Drew Seal, Vice President of Sales Operations with Funeral Directors Live, and we're going to discuss the importance of being able to offer families an online funeral planning and funding experience. Drew, how are you today? I'm doing well, Rob. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Um, let's talk a little bit. Now, you're the uh, Vice President of Sales Operations here at FDLIC. Talk a little bit about your history and, and how you came into that position. Yeah, so when I graduated college, I started in the business. Um, well, technically, I've been in the business probably my whole life. Uh, my grandpa was one of the four founding fathers for FDLIC. So back in 1981, they started Funeral Director's Life Insurance Company, and then my dad got on board four years later. So, And then I was born in 1990, so I guess I could technically say since 1990 I've been in the business. But uh, professionally, I started when I got out of college in uh, 2014. So when I got out of college, my dad and I were talking through what might be the best place for me to start within the company to learn about the funeral industry, to learn about funeral homes. And when I started thinking about it and when we started discussing it, we decided to put me in a sales role. So I, I graduated with an accounting information systems degree and I went into sales, so fancy that. But uh, I started as a select producer, so I was working in the funeral home as a sales professional for three different funeral homes in the Waco, Central Texas area. And I'll tell you what, it was invaluable for me to be to, to do this. It was unbelievable how much information I was able to learn about not only the funeral industry itself and not only the insurance side of it, but the funeral home side of it. I I met with countless families, and I also worked some funerals. So... It was an incredible experience for me to learn what funeral directors do on an everyday basis and really grow an appreciation for them as well as just anybody that's in the funeral industry. Drew, talk to me a little bit about sales operations. I think you come from a a perspective um, that's not unlike what we're seeing with funeral homes today. You're kind of, today we are really reaching out more to the next generation of funeral director. And to me, you're also kind of representing uh, sure. the business side of, of funeral of the funeral industry and the next generation there. So talk to me a little bit about um, what sales operations has become in terms of technology and, and things like that. Just looking at other industries and trying to figure out what's next for the funeral industry and what, what should we be working on that's big for the funeral industry by looking at other industries because there's no secret that the funeral industry lags behind a little bit when it comes to technology. But that's actually a pretty good thing for us because we're able to look at the experiences of other industries and try to learn from their mistakes, but then also help the funeral industry evolve into the new technology era that we have today. What's new? What are you working on? What's 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 going on? What's yeah. the newest thing? So the newest thing that we're working on right now is called Arrangement Guide. And basically what that is, it's a online planning and funding tool that is geared towards helping the funeral home meet the needs of this online shopper that we have today and really helping the funeral industry and the funeral home and our customers to reach those people when they may not be reaching them otherwise. So that's not it's not a revolutionary idea per se. No. But it's like it's like what we talked about earlier about how the funeral industry lags behind on 
almost everything when it comes to technology. The funeral industry is such a relational business, and the the, the means by which we were communicating with our client base or the families that we were serving was very much face-to-face. And so we had to be careful as to how we set up an online planning tool that didn't necessarily have the funeral home there with them face-to-face or have an agent with them face-to-face. So we had to really walk that, you know, that tightrope, that tight line of how much do we need to be uh, less interactive with the consumer and how much can we help guide them along in this process without being there face-to-face? We had heard from a lot of our sales team that there were solutions out there, but they weren't, they weren't adequately meeting the needs. No, there was lots of money being put into online uh, planning, but uh, it was really geared towards the low-cost cremation provider. And they didn't even have a funeral home that they were a part of. There was times where, um, this has even happened in Abilene now recently, where there would be a low-cost big cremation brand that would just come into Abilene, do a seminar, or do some sort of event to try to get people to come to it. They would talk through how you can get this low-cost cremation, and uh, people would buy into it. And then they would leave and go to the next town. And what, what happens there is, I mean, there's zero value with that whatever they bought. It's literally just, here's a cremation. Here's, the, here's what's going to happen. The, we're going to cremate the body. And then uh, you figure out what to do with the rest of it. So there's zero service in that, zero value in that. And it's a race to the bottom. And it, it's just not the way we want the funeral industry to be looked at. But when all there is out there for people to look at online is this low-cost cremation option, you know, families don't know any better. And that's what we really started seeing was that people were going online and trying to find, you know, Googling, what do I need to do to prearrange my funeral? Or how can I prearrange my funeral online? Um, Because that's what's happening. I mean, that's what's been happening for the last, you know, five to 10 years is people are researching things online. I mean, you think about any other industry, any other industry. If I'm wanting to either maybe go buy a car, I'm going to go online and start searching for my ideal car. Uh, But if, if I'm going to a place that doesn't have pricing, or if I see that there's no pricing available for me to look at, I'm just going to move on to the next place. And then I'm going to try to see what kind of value they can bring to me. And then, and then from that point on, I'll try to maybe even customize my own car just to see what it might be like. And then I'll go, I'll call whoever has the best value, in my opinion, not necessarily the cheapest, because I'm not, just because I'm looking online does not mean that I want the cheapest route. I just want to be educated and I want to see the value that you can bring to me in whatever industry I'm talking through. And that's where we saw a gap in the funeral industry was there wasn't an option out there to provide the value and the services that we feel a funeral home should give to families. And they just, but but they didn't, they didn't know. They, it's so funny with a funeral home and a funeral director, when you're in any other industry, like looking at something yourself as a funeral director, 
you see uh, what's going on technology-wise. But then you look back to your funeral home, and you think, oh no, people don't want to do it, do that do it that way with funeral stuff. They don't they don't want to plan their funeral online. They want to come in and talk to me, and they want to they want me to explain everything to them. Well, if every other industry is doing it a different way, or at least providing the option to have at whatever service you're providing online, I would imagine that consumers want to be able to do their funeral planning online. And you're talking about a blended experience. Absolutely. Well, you think about Best Buy or Target right now, or even grocery stores right now. They're, they're providing options for people to buy things online and then go pick it up in the store. So for me, if I was going to go buy a TV right? I would go to Best Buy and I would look at the dimensions, the parameters the of the TV that I wanted. Let's say I want the biggest flat screen TV I can get on the market, but for a good price. So I'm probably going to look at a 75 inch screen TV. Uh, I'm going to look at the different brands that might be out there and I'm going to want to see what I'm going to buy before I actually buy it. So I'm going to look at reviews online. I'm going to look at the specs of the TV. But then me personally, I don't want to just buy it online. I'm going to go into the store, look at it for myself, envision it on my fireplace, really on that nice brick fireplace, right, and just envision watching the Super Bowl on it or something. So I want to go in and see that and then maybe even talk to somebody that, that knows more about it and I can meet with them face-to-face before I buy it. And then when I'm in the store, I'll buy it and then I take it home. So that's what you're talking about there is that blended experience that can very easily happen in the funeral industry too. And 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 what I like about the the arrangement guide product is that that transfer can take uh, place at almost any time during the process. Absolutely. Once once the family has in, engaged and they've they've learned they've gone as far as they're care- comfortable going on their own, um, they might at that point you know, contact the funeral home or what else can they do? I mean, they can, they can actually, can they go and completely plan and even fund their funeral? Yeah, absolutely. The, the beauty of our product is you're able to start with education. First, we have knowledge-based articles on pre-need on the value of different funeral options and different uh, FAQs on frequently asked stuff on, on funerals and what other people are asking about. We have all of that available on our tool. But then they're able to then start planning, start the planning process. And then from that point, if they're comfortable, they can continue on in that process, put down their payment information, put down how they want to pay for it if it's over uh, a couple of years to, to go ahead and pay for that funeral, and then go ahead and sign the contract right then and there. And then it comes to us electronically as if they were with the funeral home. And then we're able to go ahead and process that contract and it's fully funded and paid for. So, they're, yes, they are able to go ahead and do that because we are the insurance company. And we're, we're able to offer a funded option, not just a planning option. The, the way that we had seen this done by these low-cost providers, I think what we had seen, and I'd seen some of those, especially the ones here in Abilene, um, they demonize the funeral home aspect of things. And what they do is they almost disintermediate the funeral home and the funeral director completely out of the equation with with this other business formula that is like you said before of no benefit to the families other than the fact that it gives them a sense of maybe they have things taken care of but 
I, I just I think there was a danger there that you guys wanted to avoid. Well, it, it, it gave them a false hope that they had everything taken care of, right? They, they thought, oh, this is paid for, and it was cheap. Like, how could it be this cheap, and how can it, you know, it's like a fairy tale. How could, how could I have all my things taken care of at this price? And in reality, it was a lie. I mean, there, there, you can't do all the things you would want to do at, at, at the end of life, or especially for your family at four ninety five or whatever that they were offering that cremation price at. They were really just trying to, there, it, was, it was law of numbers for them. If they could get so many people to give them 495 cremations, then they make money off of that. And that was their goal, was to make money and was to make a profit. It was not to help the families and serve those families like funeral homes do. But like you were saying, they, they were shedding a bad light on the funeral industry or trying to say, they're not going to offer the value that you want. Let us do this part, and then you can go handle it with other people. And that just was upsetting to us, essentially, because that was not providing what we believe a family should be provided at the time of need when they've lost a loved one. It's a dual. It's a, almost a double-edged sword because, yes, you, you do want to be able to provide something of value for families, and you don't want to disintermediate the, the funeral home. But I think what you didn't want was for the standard brick-and-mortar funeral home who've been serving families for generations, and you didn't want them to be left behind simply because they didn't have an online planning option for families. Yeah, that's and that was, again, another reason why we wanted to offer this was to help our brick-and-mortar funeral homes compete with these low-cost cremation providers. Because what was happening, Rob, was people were researching things online, just like they've done in every other industry. They were looking for pre-planning funerals or funeral plans online. And all they were seeing were these low-cost cremation providers that were trying to market in their community. They weren't seeing their a regular named brand funeral home that they've been served by for generations. They they weren't seeing that because we, the funeral home was not offering that option online. So they were just gravitating towards whatever option that they could find online. And they saw that maybe there was a seminar coming up by this low-cost cremation brand. So they went and saw it. And then they got sold the the, the pile of stuff that we, we don't want it to have happen, right? Right. And it's so... We wanted to provide that option for them to compete with that, but to also help them know that we were going to provide value to the family and education because it's so important to educate a funeral consumer these days because, again, most of the information that has been out there online was towards a negative light to the funeral home because these low-cost cremation providers were marketing so heavily in different areas about disintermediating the funeral in the funeral industry and bringing themselves into the equation so that they could get them to buy these cremation packages that were promised to have all the different uh, value that the funeral home brought when in reality it, it, it didn't come anywhere close. So Drew, I, I know that you've talked about several statistics. I mean, even more so probably now than ever about online transactions. But I mean, what kind of information do you have that's been fueling this? Yeah, so I was doing some research on online shopping, just to say, look, I mean, 
is this just a fad or are we going to continue to have online shopping forever? And, you know, you and I know that answer, but uh, with all of our funeral clients, yes, it's going to continue and it's going to get bigger. Uh, one of the statistics I saw was on this article on Oberlo that shows that in the U.S. there are close to 230 million that shop online. So that, and then the statistic goes on even further to, to drill down into that. It says that 25% of adults in the U.S. carry out online purchases at least once a month. So it's everywhere. And it's just gravitating more and more to online. And you you hear funeral homes say, well, I don't want to put my prices online because I don't want them to just take my prices and then go somewhere else and try to get a discount on that. But what a lot of them don't realize is that's already happening and you're just not in the equation because they're going to look online and say, okay, where are funeral plans or funeral homes online that I can go look at? And if you don't come up on that, or if you're not offering any type of solution for families online, you're going to be taken out of the equation anyway. So why not have a fighting chance by having something online to be able to share with your consumers the value that you can bring to the table? Funeral directors are historically very much about that relational one-on-one with families and it's, you can't Absolutely. give a hug online. Yeah, you can't you can't give a hug online and they they I I understand the tendency to think that if you just put your prices online and the numbers online, it's just all about the numbers. And that was one of the things that we tried to uh, alleviate. One of those you know, objections that we alleviated with our tool was providing more than just numbers, more than just the package price, more than just that, but offering a simple solution, which is what families want, but also that education and the value that we bring to the, to the table or for whoever that we're working with to bring to the table. So we're trying to help funeral consumers see the value of a funeral, especially online, because when they're searching for those things online, we want to be able to provide good information and good material to them so that they're not thinking that all there is is low-cost cremation. So what are we learning uh, so far in implementing this? What what are we learning about online sales and is it working? What what sorts of relationships are being developed from this? Yeah, so uh, it's definitely working. And, you know, we, we, we thought it, w- it would work. But, you know, you never know until you get out there and actually start offering it. I mean, we've had over hu- hundreds of, of plans now that have been sold completely online. And, and we've we've slowly ramped this up and we're expecting this to continue to grow um, because not only do you have to have this online, but you also have to be able to market it because if you don't market it, then you're just trying to bring in what we call website walk-in, which really just amounts to a handful of contracts every year because they just may happen to get to your website and then they just may happen to be able to get to the online planning and funding tool that we have with, the arrangement guide. So you have to be able to market this to your community because if you don't, then they're not going to know. They Consumers just don't know what they don't know. And unless you can actually shed some light on what you can provide to them, they're going to move on to somebody else because you're, you're not giving them the perceived value that they want because they're researching it online. So you said hundreds of complete transactions online. Completely. What, so what it, 
What about other types of transactions? Like when we were talking about that blended experience, are you seeing lots of those too? Yeah. So we have seen with a few of our clients where people will get stuck throughout one part of the process, whatever part it may be, and they'll call the funeral home because we have that ability online where it's easily accessible to be able to contact either us in our help center or contact the funeral home directly and say, hey, I'm I'm stuck in the package selection. Um, what would you recommend? And that gives you the opportunity to say either helping them online or say, why don't you come into the funeral home and we'll finish the process face-to-face so that you may feel a little more comfortable that way and see what they say. And um, at least that gives them that blended experience that a lot of consumers desire. Did we have a success story recently that, that I remember hearing? Well, so one of our beta clients had a an interesting uh, success story, I would say, happen. We got their tool all set up. Everything was ready to go. And then that weekend, after it was all set up on their website, everything like that, they got a call um, because someone was trying to plan their funeral online. So they went ahead and they did all their, their, their planning online. Well, that person passed away the next day. Now, when the family came into the funeral home that next morning, one of the uh, funeral directors asked them, you know, how did you find us or why did you, why did you come to us? And they said, well, the only reason we used you was because we found you online. And it was like they were sold from then on out <laughs> because it's, it's true. I mean, you know, you, you said earlier that, you know, it, sometimes it's not the best funeral home that wins, which is sad because that's what we want. We want the best funeral home to win. But oftentimes that's not what happens. What happens is it's the funeral home that gets there first or it's the company that gets there first which is a sad reality. So Drew, as we wrap up here today, I mean, learned a lot of valuable information, but can you describe what success looks like with a funeral home using the arrangement guide? Yeah, Rob, honestly, success is really having one of these tools because if you're not offering this option to your families, you're missing the boat. And it's inevitable that families are wanting to plan and fund online. And if you don't have that option available, they're just going to go down the street or go to that low-cost cremation provider. So in my opinion, success is having one of these tools. And what we're able to do from that is you're reaching a different demographic than you may not have reached in the past. There is this group of people that want to plan online, that want to just do everything online. And it's not that they're insensitive to... uh, the funeral industry or the, your, you as the funeral homeowner, they just want to be able to do it all online without and have that convenience of doing it in their home. So again, the success to me is just having one of these tools available so that you can meet the needs of those own online shoppers. Well, Drew, I really do thank you for coming in and, and spending some time with us today talking about um, you know the uniqueness and the difference uh, of the arrangement guide versus a lot of the tools out there. I think it's really going to be um, valuable information for a lot of our listeners. Yeah, thank you, Rob, for having me. And we're really passionate about helping funeral homes meet the needs of 
this rapidly changing uh, funeral home marketplace. If you would like to reach out to us about this episode or this series, please visit us online at funeraldirectorslife.com forward slash FD Talks. There you can find information about this episode and submit any comments, suggestions, or feedback about our series. And we also welcome your ideas for future episodes. Join us next time on FD Talks as we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace.